Welcome back to the Magna Vita Show. I'm Alex Olson, and every week we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional growth so that you don't have to. We present the best practices and principles empowering us to build a great life. Last week, we talked about improving our performance and finding fulfillment. The best podcast from this week talked about the importance of relationships and being creative. For the bonus part of this week, wanted to share a little bit about D-Day since it was the 75th anniversary. And D-Day is when over 150,000 Western Allied troops, so from England, US, and Canada, and other countries, landed in Normandy to free Europe from Hitler's reign. And what's, it's really incredible to look at some of the numbers, and it's really sobering to see how much was sacrificed and how much was given to protect our freedom. And they, they have estimated that about 9,000 Allied troops died in that single day. And just to put that number in perspective, about 7,000 U.S. troops have died in Iraq and, and Afghanistan combined. So for the many years that we've been there, we've lost, a tra tragically, we've still lost 7,000. But in one single day in Normandy, during D-Day, they lost nine, we lost 9,000 Allied troops. And I just wanted to share a couple of quotes that I think put the the battle in perspective and that help us to see how it applies to our life. So first from President Barack Obama, he said, it was unknowable then, but so much of the progress that would define the 20th century on both sides of the Atlantic came down to the battle for a slice of beach only six miles long and two miles wide. And President Bill Clinton said, we know that progress is not inevitable but neither was victory upon these beaches. Now, as then, the inner voice tells us to stand up and move forward. Now, as then, free people must choose. What I really like about these two quotes is it shows that sometimes we have to take a stand for what's most important. And sometimes we have to fight for those things that really matter. And when we do, we can have an incredible impact and legacy for those that will come after us. And the last quote that I wanted to share is from General Dwight D. Eisenhower. He was one of the commanding generals during the, in the preparation for the battle. And he gave a speech to his men, and I like the values that he highlights that emphasize what he thought was going to be most important in that battle. He said, I have full confidence in your courage and devotion to duty and skill in battle. We will accept nothing less than full victory. Good luck, and let us beseech the blessing of Almighty God upon this great and noble undertaking. So I hope that we can remember those sacrifices that have been made and that we can continue to sacrifice ourselves to help others and to become better for them. And to do that, this week we listened to more than 20 podcasts, but we only found two that we wanted to share with you. And so please let us know if, we, if, we miss, if you listened to some that we missed out on. We'd love to share those as well. Sorry, I forgot to mention, but I'm excited trying to add in some sounds to help make 
the podcast a little cleaner and easier to listen to. So if it helps, please let us know. But if it doesn't help, then we really would love to get that feedback. So as always, the anonymous feedback form will be linked at the bottom of the show notes and it's also on our the show's uh, main page. The first podcast from this week is the Tim Ferriss Show. And this was another great interview. He interviewed Julie Rice, who is the co-founder of SoulCycle. And there were a couple of great lessons and this one really focused on the importance of relationships and having others to help and support us when we're going after our big dreams. And to start, I thought it was really amazing that she started SoulCycle, her business, when she had a five-month-old child. And to me, this was a great lesson that there's never a perfect time to do something. It would have been so easy for her to put it off and say, oh, this is a good idea, but I have a five-month-old child. Now is not the right time. And I, I would never blame anyone for doing that. But this was really important to her, and it was something that she wanted to go after. But what's the key about that is she couldn't have done it alone. She had a co-founder, Elizabeth Cutler, and it took both of them together working and supporting each other to create this extremely successful company. But as Julie said, it takes work to build and maintain good relationships. And one of the key parts of what they did to, to work on it and to protect their relationship was to hire a coach, which we talked about quite a bit in episode 15 and other episodes. But Julie talked a lot about how that helped them to stay together and to stay strong. She said, working with a coach changed who I am as a person and the foundation of our business. And to do that, she said that a lot of the benefit came from their coach calling them out on their BS. She said that their coach would ask them tough questions. For example, at the end of your life, when you look back on this, who do you want to have been? How do you want people to have thought of you? And what do you want to be remembered for? And I really liked these questions because I think they can be a little uncomfortable and they can seem a little dramatic maybe. But I think so often we get caught up in the grind of daily life and we don't take a step back. We're just on autopilot going throughout the day that I love how these questions force us to take that step back and reflect on what's truly important. And then they said that, Julie said a big reason SoulCycle has been so successful is because they've always focused on starting with why. It's an idea that comes from Simon Sinek. It's a great book that I definitely recommend. She said that people need to know your purpose for doing something, whether that's in your personal or your professional life. And I also liked how they had really concrete and specific goals with SoulCycle. And those goals were really simple. So they understood to, in the beginning to be a successful company, they knew the exact number of riders or customers that they needed to come into their fitness classes. And she said that they built their business rider by rider. They didn't get caught up in the big questions and how tough it was going to be. Instead, they set small achievable goals. And once they achieved those, then they set more goals. And I thought it was interesting. I really liked the principle when she was talking about how 
it's easy to hide behind big goals where we can say, oh, I want to write a book. But we can hide behind that because we're not, we don't know what we actually have to do. We don't know what the specific steps are. And so the podcast talked about how the best goals help us to know what the next step is. And I think that's a, a great example of how they were able to be successful. I also really like Julie talked about one thing that she does because she still gets anxious and stressed. She said that she does a 16 second meditation that she found online. And I really like this example because I'm big on meditation, but she talked about how for her doing a long meditation just didn't work. But instead she found what did work for her. And she said just that was 16 minutes and she said choosing to believe that it works for me is what makes the difference. And, and that's why I think is really important is finding those things that we can believe work for us. So I think it's important to do the research and to find what's backed by science. And science may say that we should meditate for 10 minutes, but if that's just not realistic or gonna happen, I love the idea of just doing a 16 second meditation because we always have 16 seconds to clear our mind and to get the control and the peace and the strength that we need in our life. And then conclusion, I loved the quote that Julie shared. She said, there is no elevator to success. You have to take the stairs. The last podcast from this week comes from The Minimalists, and they did a show on creativity with Matt Diavella. He's a very successful YouTuber. He has 1.4 million subscribers, and he focuses on life principles and minimalism. Uh, but I really liked how it talked about the process that he's gone through to get to the point where he is today. And to begin, Matt said, you have to replace a bad habit with a good one. So he went fully into creating videos because it's what he loved to do. And because of that, he's been able to have all the success that he has. For example, he said that in the beginning, he tried writing, he wanted to, when he was trying to find his voice, he tried writing a blog, he tried a podcast, but then he realized that those weren't his strengths and it's not what he really enjoyed doing. And I'm sure with, we've talked about passion before in the podcast, I'm sure with videos there were still growing pains, but he'd been doing it for long enough that that had become a strength for him. And so he, instead of trying to build on his weaknesses, he decided to focus on his strengths. And I really like, they said that when we're trying to be creative in the beginning, it's not going to be easy, but we should still try to find joy in the process. They said, you need to fail, fail, fail your way to success. Just keep doing what you love. Focus on loving the process, not the product or the outcome. And as you know, loving the process is my personal theme for this year. And it's been really helpful with this podcast because it's honestly not always perfect. And it's, I don't love the product or the outcome, but focusing on the process and trying to help someone, it's helped myself to be more engaged and to keep going even when I don't love it. And so hopefully that idea about just focus on loving the process can help you to be more creative with whatever you're trying to do. 
and they focused about building that creativity in our life. They said a new light on old ideas changes how they are perceived. And so the idea that they're getting at is you don't have to create something new to be creative. You can learn from the past. And a great example of this for me is Ryan Holiday. He's become very well known and successful by focusing on Stoic philosophy. And what's interesting is he didn't create this philosophy. Instead, he found something that has helped him and he shared it with other people. And it's the same with us today. We can learn from the past. We can learn from those people who have already done something that we really appreciate. And then we can work to share that with other people. And they said creativity is looking at the same problem in a different way. And I think a key to that is that we need to try to get a depth of experience and a breadth as well where we have a unique set of experiences and our background is different so that we can see a problem differently than other people. And bringing it back to Matt and his process, he said that his videos didn't take off until a year and a half of work. And so I went back and I looked at his videos and it's true in the beginning, some of them only got a couple thousand views, which is still a lot. But now after a year and a half, it's been almost two years now of working at it, they now get millions of views. And so I just love that idea that I think it's easy to see someone like him and think that he was successful right off the bat, that he was always, that it was easy for him and he was always able to do it. But it shows that it's a process and that we need to take small steps to get to where we want to go. In closing up, they said, just want to share this quote. They said, just because it's been done before doesn't mean it can't be done differently or better. Consistency is more important than new and improved. So I love how they focus on the process of being creative because I personally don't feel like I'm creative, but I've tried to focus on just consistently doing something and trusting that as we do something more and more, we'll become better and better at it. So in closing, I hope that these tactics and tools about the importance of relationships and being creative help you or someone you know to build a great life. And I want to thank you for the positive reviews and sharing the podcast. It means more than we can say. And I also want to thank you for being here. I know that we're all busy and our time is precious and it means a lot that you're here. So thank you so much and we'll see you on Friday.